So your youngest kid is starting kindergarten this year, I hear. Which means you, Mom, are going to have some time on your hands. But you're not quite sure what you should do. You've not been feeling good these last few years. You put on a happy face for your kids. You do your wifely duties, making sure that your husband's taken care of. But you feel like something's missing. Something's just not right. They say home is where your heart is. But there's, and you love your family. You love your family so much. But you just feel like there's something out there. There's something there that's missing. You've talked to your husband about this. And he's supportive of whatever you choose. But you're just not sure what it is that you even have to choose. You just know that there's something you should be doing or that there's a piece of you missing and you can't quite put a finger on it. You've thought about maybe going to see a counselor. You have friends that have seen counselors before and they seem to have had success. They seem to have gotten over whatever it is that they were struggling with and they seem happy. So maybe a counselor would help you figure out that missing piece, figure out what your next step is, help you deal with whatever it is that's keeping you up at night. But you've also heard about coaches and you've seen coaches on Facebook, and you've seen some different ads for coaches, some life coaches, some business coaches, some weight loss coaches, some financial coaches. They seem to be really specific, but because you're not really sure what you want or, or what that missing piece is, you don't even know where to start or what kind of coach would be right for you. If even a coach would be right for you. So now you're stuck with a decision to make. Should you hire a counselor? Should you hire a coach? Or what? This is what we're digging in today on this episode of Moms Without Cakes. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else you don't leave any room for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. 
take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. So it is confusing. I wasn't even sure what the difference between a coach and a counselor was. And I am a coach and a counselor. This is something that when I started my business, I struggled with. I wanted to do both. I wanted to help people reconcile their past and deal with any past trauma so that they could be up to par. They could be at their or at the brink or ready to meet goals and plan for that future and then work towards it. And so I didn't understand why I couldn't be both. And there's actually legal and ethical reasons that I've since learned why I can't be the person to be the counselor and the coach to the same person. I can't be one in the same, right? And that's something I struggle with. I struggle with that. I am a mom who is also working on taking off my superwoman cape. And at this point, I have my license to be a counselor, but I use my education and my knowledge and, you know, my my eternal learning, because we got to do continuing ed credits and all of that. And I'm constantly looking for learning opportunities to be able to take that and apply it in my coaching hat, per se, right? I talk about our mom hat and our and my different roles that we play. So I take what I learned in my, my counseling hat and I apply it to my coaching hat. And when I first started this business back in 2019, I was a licensed therapist. I had um, went back to be a, a therapist or to get licensure here in Montana. And I think it's similar in a lot of different states around the US. You had to do so many hours of counseling before you can go take the national counseling exam. And I had, um, I had 2,300 hours left to, you know, before I could take my test, before I could become a licensed therapist. And which meant, it, it seems like a long time, it was about, I think it was about two years is what it took me to get those hours. And that was, a, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> that's a whole story for a different podcast because I went from like being a stay-at-home mom, you know, homeschooling, doing all, like all of, of that. Like I had a whole different life to saying, oh, maybe I'll go back and, you know, get a job doing what I went to school for. And I went within a week from being a stay-at-home mom to, okay, I'm working full-time. I had to go buy a car. I had to go buy a lunchbox. Like, <laughs> I had to go buy a wardrobe. Like, it was like, what am I going to do? Um, and that's all. That's a pretty funny story about just going to get um, the interview and and diving back into a career after from 2003 to 2017 I hadn't worked since well 2004 I think is when I last worked full-time and so there was years and years like my whole family nobody knew me as anything but a stay-at-home mom and so when I made that jump to to be a counselor so I had to do those 3,000 hours or 20, I, I keep saying 3,000 because I had already done 700 through an internship way back when I got my master's. 
And so I had the 2,300 hours left. Plus I had to go back to school and take four classes um, that were additional in order to get the license. And I had, you know, a few years of counseling, being a counselor, before I went into coaching. And my re the reason I went into coaching was because while I was a stay-at-home mom, one thing led to another and I was teaching um, Zumba. I had become a Zumba instructor and something that I never thought in a million years that I'd ever be an aerobics instructor, but I was and I loved it. But that led me down the road to getting um, certified as a group fitness instructor. And then eventually I decided to become a health coach. And when I got certified for that, that was also in 2019, the same year that I was getting my counseling license. And so everything kind of came together. And I had a friend message me and ask me, when she heard that I was a coach and a counselor, like this is a friend that was back from Pennsylvania, which is where we lived before we moved to Montana. And she messaged me and said that she's going through a rough patch in her life, that she's trying to, to decide whether she should go to a counselor or if she should go to a coach. And at that time, when I first started my business, I was like, you know, I do both. But I would not counsel or coach her because I don't do that with my friends. Like there's like an ethical, you know, there's boundaries and there's the lines that I had to draw. But I was thinking like, well, why couldn't she see somebody? Because I know that there were counselors who were doing some coaching and coaches that were doing counseling. Like, you know, it kind of just all meshed together. And it took some undoing. It took me like some, some of my own research and asking questions. I had like consultations with lawyers. And I was like, what, what is going on? Like, because there's a lot of the similar skills. And um, even my liability insurance. They were like, sure, we can, you know, insure you for your counseling practice, like in my counseling hat, and we can also insure you as your, you know, as a coach. And so I really had to do some unpacking because I'm like, okay, this is just too much. Like, I don't know how I can separate. Like, I, I, I started to understand that I couldn't do the counseling and the coaching to one and the same person. Like, I could have counseling clients and I could have coaching clients. Um, and what really helped me understand, well, two things. One was one was that counseling is focused mostly on the past. And I say that with caution because I know there are many counseling modalities that deal with the present and and even the future but therapy really helps you resolve like those problematic thoughts and feelings and behaviors and gaining the skills just to effectively cope with life like life in general like the general stressors that come to that that happen because we're human and because we live in a, in a failed world and so counseling really helps you come up to par, like come up to a point where you can effectively cope. You can go through your day or through your week, like having the skills. 
and having the, the techniques like to be able to, like the resiliency to continue living say to continue living that that doesn't even sound right but like to continue functioning is what I, I guess I mean um, and so therapy dives into the past it helps you say if you did go through a traumatic experience or an event that has greatly affected you maybe you are struggling to forgive somebody or forgive yourself or something has happened in the past that has really affected you had a traumatic effect on your life counseling would be helpful well would likely be helpful because through counseling along with a professional counselor you can unpack that experience in a safe place and then be able to work through it and learn the skills that you didn't have when you were experiencing that trauma and then package it back up in such a way that makes sense to you so then that way you have it, it's still a part of you it's still that experience or that what that event still part of you but you have learned in a safe environment how to deal with it and how to cope with it and how to make it so that it's not causing havoc in your life so that's really you know the counseling piece of it the coaching piece of it is supporting you on your journey going forward so again you still get equipped with the skills um, the guidance the accountability all of these pieces fit together in the coaching experience and that helps you move towards goals like towards a future point and so that was that's one way that I can differentiate between the counseling piece and the coaching piece is the counseling focuses on dealing with all of the thoughts and the feelings and the beliefs and and trauma the experiences packaging it up and helping you resolve all of those issues resolve anything that's problematic for you so that then you can start at a baseline to be able to move forward in the, the coaching piece and the coaching piece helps you move forward by by providing that guide and equipping you with the skills you need to move forward and so that's one of the ways that I can differentiate between the counseling and the coaching so if we go back to the mom who is is unsure whether she should go to counseling or if she should go to coaching it may take some self discovery or just you know time I know as moms it's hard to even find a minute to hear our own thoughts but it's so important which is this is self-care y'all like this is this is self-care what I talk about is about filling your bucket and giving yourself what you need what you want and so many times as mom we say we don't even know what we want we haven't been we, we feel like we put on we think that we put on that mom hat and that we have to stop being ourselves and then we end up losing ourselves I did that years ago I mean I feel like I've been on the self-care journey or the self-care like movement for the past 12 years because before that sure I did do things for myself and I had friends and I would go out with friends we do mom's night so there was plenty of times but I really wasn't intentional like I still felt I guess the big thing was is I felt so guilty 
I felt so guilty. And I talk a lot about guilt in a lot of my Facebook lives and all my different, um, on different, when I'm on different podcasts and stuff, because that mom guilt was a game changer. Like that was, that crushed me. And when I learned how to deal with that and realize that I was important enough to focus on, like there, I didn't have to feel that guilt anymore. It was like this, this weight lifted up off of me. And, and that's what happened 12 years ago. It wasn't that I all of a sudden like, oh, I'm going to start taking care of myself. I'm going to start doing this and doing that. Like, sure, I, I did do that, but it was really in my mind. And it was what I thought about that, that was the game changer. I no longer felt guilty. I, lo I no longer felt that I had to put myself last. Right, because our feelings stem from our thoughts and our beliefs. And before that, I was feeling extremely guilty whenever I did go out with moms. Like, I would, I remember like, I belonged to this moms group, and they would have moms night out, and I remember feeling just, I didn't know how I was going to bring it up to my husband to to say, hey, I want to go out Friday night, like all these thoughts would go through my mind. And one thing would lead to another, and half the time I ended up not even going out. And then when I did muster enough courage, like his his reaction, it, it was fine. Like he was like, yeah, go have fun. But it didn't, it didn't matter. Like I still felt that guilt, no matter what happened. And so 12 years ago, I started doing the work to change the belief, the underlying belief that fed those thoughts and felt fed that feeding of guilt. And that was when I started shifting my belief into the into the belief that would serve me, into the belief that would serve my family. Because when I stopped feeling guilty, when I stopped like obsessing like you know, I have to be the the best mom ever, blah blah blah. You know, that was stressful not just for me, but for my whole family. Like they were, you know, I was like this control freak. And that still comes out every once in a while, don't get me wrong. But it's been a lot, a long process. It's a journey, right? Like there's, nobody's perfect. And it's something that I struggle with, but I'm aware of it and awareness is huge. And so I was aware of it and then I work at it. I'm constantly, but I've, I've shifted that belief because I did the work. I was intentional and I did the work to change how I believed about myself and what I believe about moms. Moms don't have to stop being who you are. There's, there's many moms I've talked to that I say, well, what do you like to do? And it's blank. They don't know what they like to do. And I was the same way. I didn't know what I like to do either because I had lost myself. I, I wasn't the same person, but I didn't even know who I was. And so it's important not to lose yourself, but if you've lost yourself, if you don't, if you can't answer that question, I don't know what, I, what it is that I like, or I don't know what I wanna do, it's okay. You are not alone. You are so not alone, I promise. But it's a journey to get back to finding yourself, finding who you are now. And it's kind of exciting but it's a learning process, right? You have to learn how to create boundaries and you have to learn how to say no. Because to say yes to yourself, you have to say no to other things. 
all of those things on your schedule. And that's where a coach can help. A coach can help you sort out where it is you want to go. They can help illuminate or shine a light on the path that's going to help you get there and help you figure out where there is. Where is it that you want to go? Who do you want to become? Because where you are right now might be super stressful, trying to control everything and trying to schedule everyone and make sure that everyone is everywhere and doing everything and all of that stuff. It, it's hard, it's, it's hard, it's stressful, but I know that you feel that you have to do that as a mom, but I'm here to tell you that you don't. You are so important. You really are, you are the heart of your family. And for that reason, you have to focus on yourself. I, I, I cannot stress that enough. Think about like when you're taking off on the airplane and the flight attendant comes on and says, if the flight's going down, if the plane's going down, put your own mask on first before assisting those around you. This is what we're talking about when I say self-care. You have to put on your own mask. You have to have a fill bu a bucket that's overflowing so that you can give to your family because your family will benefit. They will respond. It may take some time because they're not used to mom focusing, you know, filling her bucket. But once it starts happening, they're going to see that they benefit and they're going to they're going to support you. So now if you are struggling with something that's from your past or something that you need to overcome in order to cope with, in order to function, then counseling may be for you. And I encourage you to seek out the help of a counselor. Many cities, most cities have mental health resources mental health centers, community mental health centers. There's, there's lots of different options to, to get the counseling, to get the therapy that you need in order to get your life in order, to help you resolve those problematic thoughts and feelings and behaviors. If you have an idea, if you're feeling like you are okay in that area, that you feel that your mental health is fit, right? We talk about being fit physically. If you feel that you're fit, fit mentally and coaching, you want, you want to move forward. You want to get to that next step, you know, be step into who you were meant to be and become your best version. Then coaching would likely be for you and would benefit you. Myself, I am a wellness coach and I work with moms. I work with you, you moms who are struggling with making yourself a priority. If you're interested in finding out more, I will put a link to my website in the show notes. Check me out, check me out, check me out. <laughs> Come check it out. Get in touch with me. I'm on Facebook. I'm all over Facebook. But join my Facebook group, Moms Without Capes. Um, it's a free Facebook group. It's private. 
as far as um, I only let moms in it. No dads, sorry dads, if you're listening. Only moms. And um, I'm in there pretty often sharing with you um, what's going on, some new stuff, some offers. Get on, you know, I have some freebies for you if you're interested. I will also put the link. I have a list. If you are new to self care, I have a list of self care ideas. And these are activities that take less than 20 minutes, are free or close to it, and can be done at or around your home. So I know that you're very busy and you don't have much time, but it's important to fill your bucket or at least to start, to start being intentional about doing things for you. So I will put the link to this, to that list as well in the show notes. And in the meantime, I want you to take off that superwoman cape, hang it up, and start putting yourself on your to-do list. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.